Welcome to Functional Medicine for Women, the podcast that empowers and educates women on their journey toward optimal wellness. I'm your host, Lacey Lane, the Functional Medicine Woman. Women are constantly juggling numerous roles and responsibilities, often putting their own health on the back burner. But here's the truth. You can have better. You're called to more and can live a life free from the limitations of nagging symptoms. And that's where functional medicine for women comes in. Join me each week as we dive deep into the world of functional and fundamental medicine for women, an approach that seeks to uncover the root causes of health issues, reset and balance rhythms, and looks at our bodies from the lens of mind, body, and soul, rather than just a symptoms-based approach. Whether you're dealing with hormone and thyroid imbalances or chronic fatigue, digestive issues, or you just want to gain more energy, This podcast is your go-to resource for evidence-based insights and lifestyle tips. My mission, to empower you with the knowledge and tools to make informed decisions about your health. Using a personalized approach to wellness, I want you to open your eyes to the possibility of truly living in optimal wellness. So if you're ready to jump into functional medicine for women, hit that subscribe button and get ready to take action because you are absolutely worth investing in. Okay, so I just want to share with you a very brief overview of my story, why I'm here, what this podcast is about, like why I'm doing it, all the things. And I say all the things, and I'm going to try to do it really quickly so that you just have a who's talking to you. We like to know people, and I think it just helps us get to know each other better and helps you to know where I'm coming from, and why I'm sharing all these things with you. So first, when I was younger, I was the last of my friends to start my cycle, and I never had a normal cycle. I didn't even know it wasn't normal at first, and then when I realized it wasn't normal, I thought that was just a lot. Like, that's just what I was dealt. That's just the Lord had for my life, for me to have (laughs) irregular cycles, I guess. But fast forward, and... There was a group of moms that at a cross-country meet, I and let me preface this too with I was an athlete growing up. I remember whenever I was four, my parents made me decide, do I want to do ballet and do I want to do dance or do I want to do basketball? And I chose basketball and I literally ate, slept, and breathed basketball until I was a senior in high school. And not just basketball. We grew up in a small town, lots of small towns. We moved to all of the towns surrounding like the big town around us growing up. And my dad was a coach at the schools. And if you were a coach's kid, you basically did not have a choice, which I say I didn't have a choice. I love sports. So it's not like I like hated all of it. There were parts of it I didn't like. (laughs) But when you are when you go to a small school, like even if basketball was like the sport that you that was your passion, you still played all of the other sports in off-season to stay in shape, and you just did. Um, And so I was an athlete, and at a cross-country meet, I remember being, like, at the very back, which I was not super fast, so I was never, like, at the very front either. Let me just say that. But I was, like, at the very back, really struggling, and some of the moms come, like, running beside me, and they're like, hey, are you okay? Like, you're doing great, whatever. And I was like, yeah. I'm just like really cramping and I've been on my period for a month and I'm just like so tired. Anyway, they stopped me 
and we all walked together. <laughs> anyway, it was this awkward thing. And then my grandmother took me to her OBGYN and which was like an old man and super uncomfortable. And that's maybe judgy. I don't know. But for a young girl, first OBGYN appointment for an old man to be in there as my, I don't know. It was weird. I was super uncomfortable. But they gave me birth control to regulate my period. And I thought that was the only way to regulate my period. And by the way, the first time I ever took it was absolutely horrible. I, oh my goodness, I stayed home from school that day. It's the first time my dad ever let me stay home from school for something like that because I was like throwing up. It made me so sick. And I never, once I was done, I always say when I was done with that little yellow box, I was done with birth control. And I never did it. I, I could not take it again after that. And anyway, long story short, sorry, it's harder. <laughs> it's much easier doing these podcast episodes when I'm just like telling you about something and not trying to get my whole story straight. I should have made notes before doing this. But I took birth control. It was horrible. I said I would never do it again. And so I just thought my lot in life was to have irregular cycles. And then fast forward, I've had several irregular ones up until this point that I'm about to tell you about. My husband was diagnosed with leukemia the first time. He, we got through that. I had some issues during that time, but not like severe ones or anything. I think most of it now looking back was just my body's response to stress. Because I did not have a good stress management system or management techniques or methods for myself. I thought I was dealing with everything just fine, and I totally was not. And so then fast forward again a few years later, and he had a relapse. And the relapse was a lot harder on both of us just emotionally and on him even physically. On both of us physically, but him for sure. But then I had a period. I started my period. Between his first round, he had a 30-day round of chemo, and then we got out of the hospital, came home for 30 days before he had a stem cell transplant. And before the transplant, I started my cycle again. And about two or three weeks in, I was like, oh, I think I should go to the doctor and just, I don't want to be dealing with a long period or some issue going on while he's in the hospital. I go in and they tell me, actually, you need surgery, but since we can't do surgery because your husband's about to go to the hospital, then we'll just give you this medication in the meantime. Looking back, I know that medication now, they just give me hormones, which if you don't know, birth control is hormones too. So I take this medication. It's supposed to help stop my period. That was the whole purpose in taking it. It didn't actually stop it. It did lessen it some days, but it did not stop it. And I was on my period for a total of six months at that point. Uh, Or like by the time we got home, he went through all of his treatment and then we got home. And I went to several doctors. I guess around the four-month mark, I started going to doctors and I just told him like something's really wrong with my body. I need to figure this out. And I go to several doctors. One of them around the five-month mark of being on my period actually told me that nothing was wrong with me. (laughs) And I remember walking out of her office so defeated, thinking I was going crazy. In the moment, my defense mechanism did not go up and say, no, lady, you're crazy. You don't, you're not on your period for five months and nothing's wrong with your body. In my head, I went home defeated and thinking, is there actually something wrong with me? Or am I just overthinking? Is this all in my head? Clearly, it wasn't all in my head because I was like, on my period, right? 
But that's what it did to me. That's I was at such a low point at that point that it was so hard to navigate all of that. And so then I went to one last doctor. She did not figure out what was wrong, why I was on my period for six months. But in that time, I also was having severe pain on my left side. And I kept going to the ER. They just kept giving me pain meds because they were like, no, nothing's wrong. Again, I'm thinking I'm crazy. So like, why am I having this pain? Is this in my head? And long story short, this last doctor found that I was having what's called torsion where your ovary twists. And eventually, if you don't fix that, it can die. And mine actually, (laughs) I remember the last, so I, I met with her and she was like, I think it's this. I don't think you're crazy. And I went in, she scheduled me another appointment to come back in to do a sonogram. And when I came in, and this was after like two days after having a night of severe pain, the worst that it had been. And I remember thinking, okay, I just need to push through this because if I go to the ER, all they're going to do is give me more pain meds, which I don't like taking. They make me sick. I just don't like taking pain meds. And so I thought they're just going to give me more pain meds. I have plenty here if I need it because they've already given me several at this point that I didn't take. And I just need to push through it. My appointment's in a couple of days. We'll figure out what's going on. So anyway, I go in, I have the sonogram and I go, you go to the sonogram room and then they take you back to the waiting room and you go to the room to wait on the doctor and she walks in and she says, how are you? And I said, yeah, I'm fine. And she goes, no, you're not. Your ovary has died and we need to get you in for emergency surgery to take it out because you can't, it can't stay in. And so I was like, okay, at the moment, obviously it was like already dead. I didn't feel it anymore. And so I thought, okay, this might be the answer to my period stuff, right? And it was not. I really thought it was. That was really hopeful, but it wasn't. And then I, after that, was just so broken about all of it. I got on my knees in my living room. I asked the Lord for help, which I had been praying through this, asking the Lord for help. I think I just really, at that moment, was more broken than I had been through the whole process and just told the Lord, I need your help. I cannot do this on my own. I, I need to know what to do. I want to know what to do. Please give me wisdom. I always go to that, the verse, oh goodness, is it in James? Uh, yeah, it's the first chapter of James. And he says, if any of you lack wisdom, ask and uh, he will give it to you abundantly without reproach, but you must ask in faith without any doubting. And so in that moment, I think I was just so broken and truly without any doubting, just asking the Lord, trusting the Lord that he knew my body better than any doctor could know my body. And I remember getting back up. I got off off the floor. I got on the couch. I got on my computer. And for whatever reason, I just really felt the Lord was pressing me to go back to school. And I was nervous to tell Caleb, my husband, that I wanted to go back to school because school costs money. (laughs) And anyway, I told him and his response was just like, okay. Like he didn't even question it at all. And I found functional medicine. And that is why I'm doing what I'm doing. And the reason that functional medicine, I believe, is so important for women's health in particular is because functional medicine doesn't look to mask symptoms like with something like birth control or metformin. In that time period, when we were at the hospital and I was taking those hormones, I gained 40 pounds in three months while we were there because of the hormones I was taking. And I remember them telling me, weight gain can be a side effect, but don't worry about it. And 40 pounds in three months is a lot for someone who was eating fairly healthy at the time and all the things and really stressed out, you know, anyway, not to get into all the weight stuff, but it was a lot. 
And long story short, functional medicine does not look at trying to mask your symptoms. It looks at trying to get to the root cause of your symptoms, the reason that your body is doing that and the reason that your body is not functioning properly and getting your body back into, you could say homeostasis, that word is thrown out a lot. I use it even a lot, but really and truly where your body is functioning properly at optimal levels. And when I say levels, like optimally, it's not just we all function well. Like I, I always use a car analogy, like your car. And I say this on several episodes. So if you're listening, if you're listening to the launch this week, you're going to hear this several times, my car analogy, but your car can be functioning and not be functioning well, but it can still get you from point A to point B. And I think that's where a lot of us live our lives, especially in America, in the United States, I should say. We we function, but we're not functioning optimally. We're not feeling our best. We're not our body isn't working properly the way that it should. It's functioning in survival mode and we're in fight or flight mode all the time because of all of the toxins that we're putting in our body on our body the stress that we're going through that actually becomes a toxin in your body if you don't already know that and it affects your pituitary gland and then your adrenal like all of it it affects all of it <laughs> your whole communication system within your body I found functional medicine and I since working I started with nutrition and then I moved into learning more about like my own blood work and about supplements that I could take to help my body function properly and get back into proper homeostasis. And now I am very glad to say that I have a normal cycle and I get to help other women get their bodies back into proper communication, proper function. And it honestly is truly an honor and I love every bit of it. There's some businessy things that I don't love <laughs> on the back end, but I love every part of working with women and helping them get their bodies back into proper function and feeling better. At the end of the day, I feel better and I'm able to do more and I have more energy and that is the goal. And I, I think that is probably the goal for most of us. And when I see other women get to that point, that's a really fun place to be a part of that team that helped them get there. Anyway, that is a very short, brief, very brief. I will go into detail, I'm sure, more on the podcast later. Well, that's a very brief little snippet of my story and why I'm here and why I'm doing this. And the main reason I'm doing this is because the Lord called me to it. I remember I was working with clients, just people knew I was in school and they asked me for help. And so I helped a few friends and I remember going to bed. I just could not sleep because I'm trying to figure out, I always say it's like their health puzzle, right? We got to figure out what pieces are missing or which ones need to be moved around, shuffled around. And I went to bed and just told the Lord, I can do this and homeschool my kids and do all the things. And we're in ministry. I can't do all of that and do this. If this is what you're calling me to, I need you to just give me an answer. Give me something. And not that I'm like asking the Lord to be a genie and give me a sign. But I was asking him for just confirmation of if this is what you're calling me to, I need to know that. Like I need without a doubt. I don't need a question if this is what I'm supposed to do. And I remember the next morning I woke up and I had put together like a, a sales package. <laughs> and the next morning I woke up and there was a very large sale on my dashboard. And I was like, okay, this lady needs help. This is what 
the Lord called me to do. He, this is a for sure answer to my prayer last night. And it has been, and he has answered way more with so many different stories that I could tell you on how the Lord just keeps opening up doors and putting people in my path that need help with this. And so it's a very cool thing. And it's definitely something the Lord has called me to. And I do love it. It is a lot, but we have figured it out. He even, the Lord even opened doors and closed doors in order for my kids to be at the school that they're at, which works with our schedule. And it's it's awesome. And I'm very excited. I'm very excited to be here with you and teaching you everything that I can about functional medicine, about hormones, about your thyroid, all of it. And it's a, it truly is an honor for me that you are here and that I can do that even. And that is the very short and simple snippet of my story, why I'm here, why I think this is important. And I hope that it's helpful to you. If it is, I would love to hear from you. And if you have any feedback or any even constructive criticism, please email me or leave a comment or a review, whatever it is. I would love to hear from you, however that looks for you on your end. Thank you for joining me today on Functional Medicine for Women. I hope you found today's episode empowering and educational. If you're enjoying the content, would you consider subscribing to the podcast to stay updated with the latest episodes? Your support truly means the world to me. And the one thing you can do to help support me is to leave a review so that more incredible women like you who are on a journey to wellness can be empowered to take their health into their own hands. Remember, it's not just about listening. It's about taking action. You are called to more and your health goals are within reach. Start your journey today by visiting thefunctionalmedicinewoman.com and joining the free forever membership to get going. Thank you so much for being a part of this community.